Hello everyone, and welcome to the second episode of the third season of The Tide Pod. As Halloween is quickly approaching, we decided to make a special edition episode for the holiday. For this episode, we will be telling three scary stories. We will be telling an original story by our very own Tide Pod contributor, Jupleen Carr, about a terrifying monster in a cabin. Then we will be telling the infamous story of the Bell Witch, which has been circulating pop culture for quite some time. Lastly, we will be telling you the well-known urban legend of Slenderman. So grab a snack, lay back, and get ready to be spooked. Your hosts today will be Nikki Shaw and Ready at Jabruwit. Our first spooky story is an original by a Tidepod contributor, Jupleen Core. We hope you enjoy. She fell asleep that night as she arrived at the cabin. It was storming right in the middle of summer. Lightning. Thunder crashing. Her car was beat up in the 12-hour drive from Indiana to Deep Creek Lake had been exhausting. As she lay down, it got uncomfortable with all the sheets and comforters lying on top of her with the added weight of the sweat bloating on her pale skin. She took off the sheets one by one till nothing was left except her tank top and shorts, practically drenched in sweat. The bed did not support her lengthy frame, and her feet dangled off the edge of the small bed. It was midnight. Suddenly, a cool gust of wind hit her feet, just her two small feet. Her socks and shoes were off, placed in the corner of the room near the door. A creature emerged from under the bed, sensing the uncovered feet. Ooh, did it smell tasty. The creature made its way to the end of the bed, ready in the crouched position to wolf down her feet. The creature's tongue lolling out of its mouth with saliva, anticipating the, con- the bone-chilling crunch of the feet. The creature opened its mouth, poised to devour. The creature inches closer and closer with its hands on her feet, putting them in her mouth and chewing slowly, licking its face with a sickly smile pacing on its face. As her feet were getting ripped up, she slowly woke up. She slowly realized what was happening and let loose a blood-curdling scream. Before she could try to get up, her head was already chopped off. There was no one around her, within a mile of the cabin. No one would know she was gone, dead, until fall, when the new semester would start and she would be absent. The creature finished its meal, starting with the arms and working its way down, chewing until there was nothing left. After finishing its meal, the creature let out a huge belch with the sense of the girl's blood heavy in the air. The creature went back under the bed, waiting for the next lodger. Our next story is the real story of the Bell Witch. This story takes place about 200 years ago in Robertson County, Tennessee. Kate Batts had a dispute over the land with John Bell, her neighbor. When she was dying, she swore revenge on the Bell family and their descendants. The Bell family started to see the signs of a haunting. They heard chains rattling, pounding doors, rats biting, dogs barking, and even a woman whispering. Then an abnormal creature showed up, a half-dog, half-rabbit animal. An ominous sign for the Bell family, already frightened by the other supernatural occurrences. The haunting signs became more present as time went on, with the Bell family being woken up by blankets pulled off them during the night. They even saw physical evidence of the ghost, with unexplainable bruises appearing on their bodies, and they received painful kicks and scratches. Eventually, John Bell decided to do something about these disturbances. He formed a committee to figure out what was behind these unexplainable happenings. Eyewitness accounts report the spirit as being Kate Batts, the neighbor John had bad experiences with. The paranormal activity came to a peak when John Bell was found dead next to a bottle of poison, which is assumed to be placed by Kate. She also seemed to hold a grudge against Betsy Bell, who received a lot of abuse from Kate Batts' spirit. It seemed that the Bell Witch wanted her to break off her engagement with Joshua Gardner for some reason, which Betsy eventually did. This story has a huge place in Southern history. General Andrew Jackson's troops had spent a night there and vowed to never come back. The story of the Bell Witch inspired the films An American Haunting Bell Witch, the movie, and The Blair Witch Project. This story has left a tremendous impact on pop culture and still haunts people to this day. You can visit the same farm that Kate Batts tormented the Bell's family in Adams, Tennessee, if you dare. Our next spooky story is more well-known. 
You may have heard of it or seen movies based on the actual occurrence. However, few people know its origins. Slenderman was created in June of 2009 on a forum website often used by Photoshop pranksters. On June 8th, a new forum thread was created and invited participants to create paranormal images through Photoshop. One contributor uploaded an image of a tall shadowy figure with tentacles as arms haunting two children. The text that accompanied the post read, We didn't want to go. We didn't want to kill them. But its persistent silence and outstretched arms horrified and comforted us at the same time. 1983, photographer unknown, presumed dead. The creator, Victor Serge, continued to post related images and stories, newspaper clippings, and drawings of haunted young children for the next few weeks. Other contributors on the thread began buying into the idea as well, and using their own platforms to spread the myth, and create their own doctored images and stories. More and more people continued to contribute to the thread, creating the mysterious and unavoidable creature, as each story and photograph varied into representation of Slenderman. Sometimes he would have eight tentacles, sometimes he had none, sometimes he had a face, sometimes all you could see is white. Some stories said Slenderman would tear apart the bodies of his victims, suck their blood, and bag their organs, while others claimed he possessed a mind-controlling ability to compel his victims to kill each other. What allowed Slenderman to transition from the forums of a dark humor site to the mainstream was the creature's vagueness and ability to adapt to any time or place. Slenderman soon became this urban myth that inspired the creation of several video games, movies, and other artistic mediums. However, no one was aware how deep this obsession for Slenderman had become, especially within the team demographic, until May of 2014. On May 31st, two 12-year-old girls from the city of Wankesha, Wisconsin, lured a friend of theirs into the woods and stabbed her nearly to death. Nineteen times they slashed her body in the name of a sacrifice to Slenderman. The girls believed that Slenderman would appear if they killed in his name and would no longer threaten to kill their families. The girls were given a psych evaluation and later tried as adults in a court of law. Since then, there have been other accounts of tributes and ceremonies said to have been held in honor of the electronic media monster. This episode of the Tide Pod was hosted by Nikki Shaw and Rediet Jabruwit. The script was written by Marula Prasad, Rediet Jabruwit, and Jupleen Carr. Publicity by Marula Prasad and Amna Shamim. Graphic by Valerie Wang. Music courtesy of Corrigan Peters. Edited by Sava Brown. Produced by Marula Prasad and Amna Shamim.